0: For more information about the other JCast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org.
1: In a moment, we'll rise to recite the Vidui, <clears throat> the confessional prayer, in which we acknowledge before God a litany of transgressions. You'll notice two interesting things about the sins that we list: one, they're in the plural. We have sinned. We have transgressed, etc. And two, each of us recites every single transgression, even if there are ones that many of us haven't personally committed. Didn't embezzle? Didn't take a bribe? Didn't run to do evil? All sins on the list? Too bad. You're confessing to them anyway. So why do we do this? Why do we enumerate sins in the plural, and why do we list even those sins we haven't personally committed? Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel, a great 20th-century rabbi and theologian famous for his social justice activism, once explained his opposition to the Vietnam War thusly, In regard to the cruelties committed in the name of a free society, some are guilty, while while all are responsible. I did not feel guilty as an individual American for the bloodshed in Vietnam, but I felt deeply responsible. Thou shalt not idly stand by the blood of thy neighbor, This is not a recommendation, but an imperative, a supreme commandment. Each of us plays a part in what happens within our society. When we see something that is wrong, we can object to it. When we see something righteous, we can express our support of it. We can protest, advocate, and vote for those people and policies that each of us believes will turn our society away from bad and toward the good. Even if each of us individually only has a small impact, our voices are significant nevertheless. Just in the past few months, for example, elections throughout the country have been decided by a handful of votes. Last year, a seat in the Virginia House of Delegates had to be decided by a coin toss, remember that? Had to be decided by a coin toss since the vote count was exactly 50-50. As Margaret Mead famously said, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has. Because our voices matter, when we remain silent, when we say, refuse to protest wrongdoing, or refrain from advocating policies we support, or fail to vote like nearly half of eligible voters in this country, we implicitly lend support to the status quo and thereby become complicit in its iniquities. Standing idly by doesn't absolve you from responsibility. On the contrary, silence in the face of evil makes us more guilty, not less. Since we can do something, however small it may be to repair the world, we must act, we must speak, we must not remain silent, we must not stand idly by. Perhaps this is why we recite our confessional prayer in the plural. Listing sins we haven't personally committed reminds us that we are responsible for each other, and at least in part, for the whole of the body politic. That each of us has a role to play in fashioning a holy community and a righteous society. And each of us is accountable, at least in part, when our society does not live up to its highest ideals and potential. It is, in other words, a wake-up call, not just to repair what is broken in our own lives, but also what is broken in our society and in our world. Not just to change our own personal behavior, but also to raise our voices and to cast our votes. It doesn't matter who you vote for. The simple act of going to the ballot box is an expression of your commitment to building the kind of society that would make us and God proud. If you want to fulfill the imperatives of this holy day, if you want to mean what you say in the confession you are about to recite, then there's one mitzvah you must make sure to do in the year to come. Don't just repent today. This November, get out and vote.